Love it. <laughs> Welcome back to Straight Cast Outdoor Cartoon Television. I'm your host, Pat Renwick. Uh, the festivities continue right now, right here from the Expo Center, day three of the Forest Wood Cup. Uh, the shenanigans are abounding right now uh, because Ryan Popcorn Whitaker is right here. And, and That's this, why. And this dude, <laughs> this dude, FLW Tour Pro, he actually came in. It was kind of, kind of impressive. Um, I don't know if you've ever been to a rock show where they, they, they lower them down by a wire. <laughs> that happened with this guy right here. Ladies and gentlemen, super. we present to you World Wide Web. Brandon McMillan. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. Yes. Wow. Thanks for having me. Wow. On. What a <laughs> That was a that was a great impersonation was that good? of Chris Jones. Thank yeah. You. Thank uh, you. It was spot on. I've heard it enough. It, it might have been better than Luke Duncan's impersonation. <laughs> wow. I, I, I'm not I'm not sure. As I've said to everybody that sat here in this seat today, I'm glad you're here, but I'm not glad you're here. Well, I appreciate it. I um you know, it, it it's always great to make one of these things. It never gets old. Um, you know, and of course, when you make it here, there's one one thing, and everybody says the same thing. There's no, you know, there's no, uh, you know, need and finish in second. You want to win it. Sure. Um, so, honestly, the, the the way that 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 it did, it, the night that we actually had dinner together, yeah, the three yeah. of us, um, yeah. and uh, and going, you know, when I when I left there, I thought, you know, I think I got a little something for them boys that are going to catch them out deep and stuff. And uh, boy, was I ever wrong on that. Um, you know, I'm I'm a bank beater, and that's that that's what I lived and died by with this week. And I thought that I could, uh, you know, 13, 14 pound my way in there, and you know maybe get a shot at catching a a, a good bag at like 16 or 17. But mm-hmm. you know, other than that, man, them boys are just cracking them out there. Yo, um, that it, that shallow thing. It sounds like we've had quite a few guys talk about how good it was in practice. Yeah, you just and, don't know. Uh, you, you don't, and I, I've seen it. I've seen it uh, like this before. <clears throat> Most of the time, you know, we, we, I don't. I don't have a lot of experience when you come to these. I, I, being from Cuba, basically, is where, where I live. <laughs> I'm, I'm about as far south as a man can get. <laughs> but um, the, uh, you know, it, when we get up here in these in these southern lakes like this, it uh, it, it seems like we were on the backside of a full moon. And yeah. a lot of the brim were kind of done, and they were lingering around the bank. But then they then they kind of backed off as the as the as the moon got a little bit smaller each day, and and I've seen that happen one other time before. And uh, you know it was a good learning experience. I, sure, I, I, I see that, and I think that's you know that made the deep bite a little bit stronger. A lot of those fish, you know, backed a little bit further on and, out. Yep. Yeah, and uh, and and that was a deal. I mean, um, you know, practice was really good. Um, you know, you got, I got, you know, 15, 18 bites a day in practice. So, you know, it was pretty strong. And it throws you a curveball. That's the same thing that Canterbury told us. Johnny Cox told us the same thing. You guys were shallow. You, you really thought you were on to something. But it's just the old adage that things change in bass fishing, if not day-to-day, hour-to-hour, man. And it's um, it, it's unfortunate, it, actually. It, it It is. It is. And and just before I come up here to, to, to do this interview, I, I had a little chance to – to uh, talk with my buddy Jeff Sprague, and we were, we were talking, and and he did the best. Like he won the bank battle of the week. I think he finished twelfth overall. Okay, but then come to find out, he slid out and caught him one or two <laughs> every day. He, he he found one spot, you know, and and that's what it takes to 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 do well. Or you know, you can kind of commit to it like these boys are doing, and that's the reason why I'm doing the interview and they're out there making money. Right. You know? 
Right. Yeah, you know, it's, and and you're still making money. You're here for oh, your sponsors. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, this is this. It, it's a little hot out there. Yeah. I, I, I like her being in here. I like talking about fishing. Yeah, almost as much as I like catching a fish. I like talking about. I know how, we how all I do. Them. We, we all do. No doubt about it. You uh, you said you're as far south as you can get. Where for, where are you from in Florida? I, I live in Clewiston, Florida. You're in right Clewiston, right okay. on the banks of Lake Okeechobee. I thought I thought you were maybe like uh, in Key Largo. No, 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 not not not, <laughs> not quite that, that far, far south. Not in Key West at the further yeah. further southern. There's no bass in I, Key West. I think if I grew up in Key West, I think I'd have a margarita in my hand right now. Yeah, and, you would, and you'd be getting ready to <laughs> right. stick some tarp in. That's or right. I'd, you know? I'd be on the back of a of a sport fish and 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 yeah, doing something doing something <laughs> <laughs> a little more a little more uh, low stress. I'd say Okeechobee's yeah. awesome. I, I I lived in Boca Raton, Florida, for right. for like ten years, man. So I'd make frequent trips to. To Lake Okeechobee, and um, I mean, just uh, there is no other fishery in the world like Lake Okeechobee. I mean, there really isn't. There's similar places in Florida, but if you look where you guys travel and this and this tour, I mean, there's Lake Okeechobee. Right. That, there's nothing else. Right. Yeah, I mean, for sure, for sure, and it and it definitely throws you a curveball when you come up. You know, you know when you leave there, you know, and and this, this, I mean, Lake Murray is in the South. I mean, they think they call it the Jewel of the South. The Jewel you, of the South, right? Yeah. So we're in the South, but it, it's just different than what I've been accustomed to fishing to. And I and I kind of just have to learn these things on the fly a little bit. Um, but uh, is that your fan? No, I have no idea. She, she, she is. is now. I, I told her to is. stay in the truck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she wants to be on TV with Brandon McMillan. Make her a star. Give her a sticker, guys. Oh, that's right. funny. <laughs> Look at that. You get new fans I know, every day. I know. We'll take... It's the magic of being a bass fishing rock star, Exactly, Brandon. exactly. <laughs> Lake yeah, Okeechobee. You, you really had the, <laughs> at the weigh-in, you had the biggest applause. I mean, you did. Far, far and beyond. Man, I had, I, had a, crew I had a lot of good, you know, friends and family that come up. Well, you know, we consider this like, this is when we do our family reunion. It's kind of the way it is. Everybody kind of trickles in and. As long as I can do my job and make this make this thing every year, yeah. then uh, when we all get to hang out and go to dinner once or twice, and you know have a good time and you know see it, you know see everybody that we haven't seen in a couple you know in a sure. while. So. And you guys got to do it on the other side also with the Bassmaster Classic. We did last year. I was fortunate enough to make the classic, um, the one that Evers won in, in uh, Tulsa, and yep. uh, yeah, it was nice. We got to see him twice. Some of them, it was great seeing them twice. Some of them, eh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and I won't mention any names on, on air. Right. No, you can. That's what we do on this show. <laughs> well, <laughs> I better not. <laughs> <laughs> Just write them down and I'll say them. Okay. Yeah, that, does that work better? But I want to hear more about Okeechobee, man, because um, I'm actually infatuated with Lake Okeechobee and, and the whole deal with, with the different mixes of grasses and especially um, mat flipping. I'm a flipping nut in more ways than one. But the, I mean, is is that your deal out there? I mean, what's your mainstay out there? No, I mean, I mean, hundred percent flipping. That's uh, that's what I cut my teeth on, you know, growing up and started tournament fishing. Um, when I I grew up doing a lot of more saltwater fishing, and when I kind of got into the bass fishing deal, flipping had just kind of you know become cool. You know what I mean? If that mm-hmm. makes any sense. And there were two guys that just dominated the lake, and uh, so I'm like, man, I need to. Who were they? I, Guys by the name of Daryl um, Daryl Decker and Rick Kornmeyer. Okay, um, they were they, winning all the local derbies. They were winning everything. Um, they, you know, like they finished like first and third in a in a coast event down there. I mean, you know, they they had it dialed in. 
Um, and I'm like, man, I really want to try to figure that, that gig out. And, and I did, and I, I've been pretty successful with it over the years. Um, and that's really been my, that's been my gig. I, I bring it out here and of course you can't flip a two ounce like you do back home. Right, like right. Toby, but you know, that's, that's the way I've been able to kind of survive and make a living out here is, is, is flipping, whether it's a jig or creature bait or something like that, you know, just pretty much everywhere we go i mean um that's what i was telling uh telling uh, one of my sponsors like this is the first tournament that i can remember that i haven't waited in the bass flipping to be wow. honest with you um so 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 the deal i, I know Kachobi. well how wait first how old are you actually uh, 34 last week 34 so um so let's go back to like the year 2000 so how old are you in 2000 i'm a bad mather uh i was uh 16 17 so you were on the big lake then you're on okeechobee then fishing then do you remember in that time period the abundance of eelgrass uh, on the lake then were you in on that eelgrass bite yes yes 100 percent. i grew up in bell glade okay um, which is right on the southern end of lake okeechobee um and uh and I remember that uh, my first boat that I that I had it had like a sixty mercury on it or something like okay. that. Okay. And it took me, it literally to, to run two miles. It took me like forty five minutes because you could run a little <laughs> bit. There was so much eelgrass it would wrap around the prop. Then you had to trim it up and cut it off with a pair of scissors or a knife. Sure. And then, you, then you could run about two hundred yards and then it would overheat again. And, you know. So I remember those days and those days were awesome. Dude, like, the eelgrass holes. Yes. Come on. I, I mean, all that stuff down down on the southern end of the lake was just, it was just a bass factory. There was I mean, a little was, deal going on, yes. when, and you might have been in on this, where you would actually wind that gambler ninja spin yes. through the eelgrass. Yes. Like you locals were, mm-hmm. were, were tuned in on that, and it yes. was a light bait. You were using like a quarter ounce and kind of just worming it yeah. th- through that eelgrass. And, man, when, when those big fish would hit it, those girls would wreck it like Woods. a fat girl at a biscuit and gravy uh, buffet. You, we'll you know what I mean? Too, that, uh, that ninja spins better on. Or it's good on some other stuff, too, on those brown fish. Some big old <laughs> they love that thing, man. In Chicago on Lake Michigan, we, we throw that thing a lot. They do. Yeah. The, the brown fish, like, yeah. it's a little secret out there. The sh- all chartreuse ninja spin. Yeah. I actually have a collection of ninja spins still. Really? Yeah, I do. I, it's just funny. Um, we went to the Harris Chain this year for our second or third tour stop, and um, I had uh, actually bought some. I found some, and I'm like, man, these things are, you know. Hard to they, find. They, they are they hard are. to find, and I bought some. The packages, I couldn't even tell what color they were. The packages were all yellow all and, faded and moldy <laughs> and everything. And I'm on Sounds them. good. They were seven ninety nine, and I thought, these things have been here for probably 27 years, and the guy's going to give me a break on them, right? Nope. Eight bucks a pop. Eight bucks a piece. <laughs> but I paid them because they don't make them anymore. And, <laughs> right, right. You know. So the eelgrass, is, I hear it's kind of gone. And Okeechobee's kind of going through a, a facelift, if you want to if you wanna call it. The that early part of the 2000, uh, you know, 2004 air, we had a lot of vegetation, eelgrass, hydrilla, hyacinth mats, you know, you name it, we had it. Right. Um, you know, and, and the bass loved it, and they grew big, and they grew fast, and, and it was good. We've got suffered through a couple hurricanes, and we had some dead years. The lake's been really good, you know, about 2010, 11, 12, it was awesome, as good as I've ever seen it. Um, and... Uh, now, man, I, it's it's going it's it's taking a hit in the media. It's taking a hit, you know, uh, locally down south. As far as uh, they, they we we don't have a lot of grass because they kill a lot of the grass. They kill a lot of it and, straight up. 
Yeah, it, I get killing grass on a place like like this, Lake Murray. Okay. It's got a lot of docks. It's got a lot of recreation. It's got a lot of people with a lot of money around it, you know, and a lot of big money homes that sure. live around the lake. Dude, there's not a house on Okeechobee. There's not a dock on Okeechobee. There's yeah. not uh, anything on Okeechobee, actually. Right. But fish. People only come there come to there fish. Come there to fish. They it's don't a come giant there. fish camp. Yeah, we don't come there to swim with the alligators and the water moccasins. No. We, we come here to catch big old bass. And, you know, it's kind of depressing to, to see them, you know, to, to see it, the, the place that I grew up that I've spent, you know, all of my fishing career on to kind of take a back seat, you know what I mean, to everything. Um, you know, and it, like I said, every lake goes through through cycles. I mean, you know, and, um, you know, we're just, the fish are still there. My brother weighed in 28 pounds yesterday, and they all, really? they all looked like they were on meth. They were just sunk in bellies, right. backs were all deformed. Just all big heads. Yeah. Yeah. But he, still, he caught 28 pounds and won, won, a, won a team tournament down there. So wow. We still got them. It's just, and the reason, the gra- I don't want to see the grass go away because you can't flip if there's no grass. Right. So. Right. You it's know, not like you can go down do. lay downs, you exactly. know. Exactly. Yeah, we don't really have you those know, are alligators. Much, so yeah, <laughs> we uh, yeah we we uh we were talking with Fritz um earlier about the the derby that he won for FLW on Okeechobee. Do you remember that yes, one? Uh-huh. Cranking outside there, him KVD was right behind him. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a pretty special one. But one that uh, that back to that eelgrass thing that I remember. Do you remember a dude uh, Kurt Lytle? I do. Yes, sir. And he won that derby out there flipping that ten inch. Uh, uh, ribbon tail yep, yep, in, into yep, the yep, holes. Yep, in, into the holes, and that was that was Jim Tut too fishing the FLW. Yeah. Here, remember the Jim Tut hook set? I, I got to do it. <laughs> I got to do it. <laughs> <laughs> the jump, you remember? Oh yeah. You know what oh, I'm yeah. talking about? <laughs> oh yeah. I'm pretty certain he still does that to this day. <laughs> Why does he leave the deck? I, not, not, I don't know. I don't have to, we have to get him on here and ask him. I guess we, I guess we <laughs> we'll do. We to call him out. <laughs> so have you caught any exotics in, that make their way into the uh, into Lake Okeechobee? Man, I, I have. It was, um, I took uh, took a buddy of mine out And fishing. I don't mean the spring breakers. No, 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 yeah, no, 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 no. Happily married. Yes, I know you are. That's why I, I clarified that. The I caught a Jack Gravel, um about two months ago on, awesome. on Okeechobee. Wow. I, uh, on what? On a spook. Nice. On a Zare spook. Oh, my God. That is yep. crazy. You're I, like, what the heck? Dude, I saw a whole school of them, and I thought they were all like eight-pounders. And I, I ran them down and ran them down and ran them down, and I finally was able to cut them off. And I made one cast on them and got one to bite. And uh, I'm like, oh, man, it's a big one. It's a big one. And then it finally come up and rolled. I'm like, holy cow. <laughs> but and then um, we got snook and tarpon in there. It's like those know. guys in that video. Yeah. What is that? Yeah. We gotta talk to your aquarium. <laughs> you seen that video? Oh right? yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> it's a tuna, bro. It's a tuna. <laughs> it's, a tuna. <laughs> it's a Lake Okeechobee tuna, bro. <laughs> That's what that. It's a baby wheel. <laughs> Uh, have you caught the peacocks or any snooks in there or there's, tarpons there's by snook, accident? There's snook. There's tarpon in there. Um, my brother. We usually catch a couple snook every year. Um, tarpon, we usually hook one or two. We, I don't know of anybody that's ever really caught it's one. It's crazy, right? It is. I mean, they, you know, they're they're tough to catch under the best, you know. Sure. You know, Isla Mirada Keys fishing trip, yeah, you yeah. know, days. But out there, they don't get as big, obviously. They're not they're not 100-pounders that roll out there. They're more, you know, 10 to 40. You know, I've seen some some really good ones, but you see a lot of them this time of the year. I actually hooked one on a spro frog the other day. That's awesome, Ate dude. the side of the boat, dude, and it scared <laughs> The life out of me. <laughs> the, the you know the devil's horse type bait, big deal. Yeah. Uh, always oh, been yeah. on, on Okeechobee, and then there was a time where 
that little tiny torpedo yep. was just killer out there. I mean, that oh, was yeah. like the kind of the deal to throw in that baby bass color for some reason. Yeah, I, it, it, you know, all that stuff still kind of works. I mean, I remember hooking a tarpon on that tiny torpedo is what I'm getting at. Really? Yeah, and it 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 flat out straightened the hooks, obviously. Oh, I can imagine, yeah. You know, but just talking about the, the scare of, of a lifetime, boom, wrecking that thing oh, out there. I After bet. you're catching some nice three, four, five pounders on the, on the torpedo, and then here comes this silver king out of nowhere just crushing <laughs> the thing. Any peacocks yet? I know they've made their way in there. I haven't heard of any or seen any. I, they're um, in the Rim Canal. Are they? Yeah. Really? Oh yeah. See, I, I didn't. I haven't. I haven't seen that yet. Um, it's been probably seven or eight years ago. My uh, my uncle caught caught something. Didn't know what it was. Couldn't figure it out and uh, froze it, and then gave it to a game warden back home. He didn't know what it was. Anyway, make a long story short. Send it in. Come back a couple months later, and it was a juvenile uh, Goliath grouper. Whoa! <laughs> so, yeah, that's Florida. Open them locks, exactly. and you don't know what's coming. Exactly. In. Bull sharks. I heard there's bull sharks in I, there. I wouldn't doubt that there. I can't imagine there not being a bull shark in there. It is. It's so. not. And you saw Sharknado. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's so, not safe. No, yeah, no. Okay. No, no. They ought to keep the bull sharks. Don't like grass. So for God's sakes, please don't kill the grass. Yes, please in don't Lake kill Okeechobee, the grass. Or we will have a shark epidemic on our hands. <laughs> yeah, that's on. Brandon does coming. not want that. Scott Martin doesn't want that. Roland Morgan doesn't want that. Nobody does. And while we're on it, stop killing the grass in Wisconsin. Please, yeah, please. all this. Everybody. Stop killing the grass. Stupid. Yes. Grass grows. Let's Just save the grass campaign. Save the grass. I, I'm, I'm yeah. in it. Kill the yeah, seal. Save the grass. Yes. Save yes. The Club the baby seal. Let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, what's on, what's on the uh, agenda now that, that the season's done? Man, nothing. We're going to make our way back home tomorrow and uh, just kind of kind of regroup, get the boat sold, unwrap, kind of unwind, and do a little saltwater fishing. Nice. Um, that's, that's typically how I spend, uh, you know, summer and fall doing and uh, now that we're opening the season on Okeechobee, I'll, I'll probably spend a little more time than the fall out there looking around and trying to keep tabs on all those big snooks. See what's going on. On the big on. Jack Cravel population uh, where, <laughs> where it's moving to. And the bull sharks. Yes, and, and, and to see if I can't find me one of those. But, yeah, you ever uh, get in on the mullet run, though, on the coast? I have, yeah. Dude, that is awesome. Yeah, it is. I mean, that is good times. It, it is. It's it's fun to do it. I'm not so much a fan of eating them, but no, it's no. Pretty I'm fun talking out. about the, catching the game fish that follow. Them oh yeah. When they, so I remember doing that, and you'd be you fish you wade for you know you're yes. out there wading in the ocean, and you see like a school bus figure, a dark shape coming through the yes. water. And then it would go in groups of types of game fish that would follow these. First, the, the tarpon would follow them. The snooks would follow them. Um, the, the kudas, yeah, um, jacks, of course, they're always just everywhere. Yeah. And then you'd see the bull sharks. And then it was time to just leave the bait and open the bale and walk back to the beach. Yeah, because you can't <laughs> drag the bait because they'll follow the bait. <laughs> that was the scary part. That that was that was really intense fishing. But the mullet run is phenomenal. Yes, I mean that that is it good is. times. Good times for all, dude. Hey, anything you want to say to your your fans and your sponsors before we get the hell out of here? No, just thanks for coming out. Thanks for supporting us, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's been a great year, and I'm uh, I'm I'm very glad it's over with. And in about three weeks, I'll be crying because I'm sad because we're not going somewhere else right. again. So 
But yeah. you don't know what you got till it's gone. Ex- exactly, you're right. So <laughs> where, where we, are you? Where are you spending your time here today? If anyone wants to come check you out, here. Uh, I'll be at the um, the flat out at, uh, in Bass Addiction booth. I think it's booth 48 and 49 down here. Um, it's downstairs. That's uh, that's my title sponsor. Um, they've been really good to me all year. Awesome. And uh, and come check them out. I mean, they're they're great weights. They got a couple demos deals that uh, that kind of open your eyes a little bit to. Uh, Kind of, you know, a, a new world of tungsten weights. If that kind of makes any sense, I didn't really know. You a could... new world of tungsten weights. What yeah, it it um, everyone's here is you know fish tungsten weights. Of course, yeah, it's all they, we use anymore, really. Exactly. Um, you know, and and every tungsten weight on market, you know, every tungsten weight company on the market has, you know, they chip, they, you know, they they do the paint chips yeah, off, paint no stuff. matter what. Yeah. These things are like chemically stained, really? and yeah, they, they don't rub off. I mean, they're not bright, shiny, but they're. They're just they're flat. Gotcha. Black. I like that. Though. You know, I yeah, like the flat black. Sure, and 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 they're great. And they, uh, yeah, it's it's neat. It's neat. They uh, they'll let you bang on them with a hammer and stuff. It's nice. you know, it's pretty good. Gives the kids something to do. Let's go bang out. Just give them a hammer. Yeah, dude, Brandon. Thank you so right. much, dude, for joining us here and hanging out with us. And uh, and what a great dinner we had the other night. Absolutely. I preferred yeah, the beef. Was awesome. Yes, I did too. The beef was I the deal. Both and I, not the moldy bread. I, yes, yes. The, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it was a mushroom. Well, sorry, was a I didn't mean it was, it was a mushroom. A mushroom. <laughs> I don't leave that out of it. Hey, uh, we're going to put the power poles down. We're coming right back uh, with Eric Jackson from Jackson Kayaks. I'm Pat Ramwick, Ryan Whitaker, and Brandon McMillan. Keep them on your eyes on the FLW Tour next year. Be right back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Straight Cast Outdoor Cartoon Television. You're just tuning in. I'm Pat Renwick. That's Ryan Whitaker. And this is a guy who knows a thing or two about uh, things, uh, especially kayaks. Uh, let's give it up right here for old EJ, Eric Jackson, right here in the house. <laughs> Eric Jackson. <laughs> so first thing I want to do here is I got I to gotta show this off right now. I, I'm going to need you to... um. You might need to take your, your headphones off and, and stand up because this is the most amazing jump bass fishing jumpsuit yes. that I have ever seen in my life. This is amazing right here. Absolutely outstanding. And in, in fact, you have inspired us, Eric, to, to get bass fishing jumpsuits for the whole crew. I'm going to steal well, your gig. Well, absolutely. I mean, bottom line is that uh, I, I didn't even know these were called retro whatever. Yeah. I, I just... Uh, I figured I'm a whitewater kayaker. Nobody knows me in fishing. And I looked around in a sea of NASCAR jerseys, and I was like, man, nobody's going to know who I am if I'm wearing one of those. And I figured out, I'd, yep. I'd, I figured I'd get the most, I don't know, the most visible, obnoxious thing I could find, including I, tipping on every Thursday I wear a Speedo under this, and that's like uh, my outfit. I heard about that, but we don't <laughs> want to see that. Yeah, we don't know. The <laughs> but you are known as the guy with the kick-ass jumpsuit. Oh, you, that's cool. You, you first, know that. First year on tour, I was like, hey, you know that dude with the red suit? That was how they, and then it was like, hey, second year was, hey, you know that guy, the kayak guy with the red suit? And then finally, they're like, hey, you know Eric Jackson? So three years, it took, you know, took the red suit. Took him to suit. know Eric Jackson. Yeah. yeah. But phenomenal job on branding. Oh, thanks, man. Seriously, that's awesome. Well, I appreciate that. that that's genius. Well, I don't know about genius, but uh, it was kind of mandatory. It's ingenious. Ingenious. I'll take yes. that. Yeah, thank yeah. you. It's, it's ingenious. Ingenious is And cool. you, you, uh, you own a kayak company. 
Yes, sir. Uh, Jackson Kayak. We're, in fact, our, we're, we're, we're right next to it right now, the booth. The, um, we're, we're a whitewater kayak company. We make whitewater kayaks. That's what everybody gotcha. But uh, we got in the fishing kayak market um, 2011 when this guy, Drew Gregory, said, EJ, uh, he went to a bunch of companies before Jackson Kayak because we weren't known for anything other than whitewater. Do you know you can make you need to make a whitewater kayak that you can fish out of and catch bass? And my two favorite pastimes are, of course, whitewater kayaking and bass fishing. Sure. And I was like, wait, you think there's a market? Combo platter. That you can make, that people would buy a boat you can run rivers with and catch bass out of? He's like, absolutely. And I was like, okay, I'm in. And that's how we got into making fishing kayaks. That's, that's awesome. I mean, and, and the evolution of, of kayak fishing has come to the forefront, especially here in the past couple of years, hasn't it? It's yeah, so yeah. popular now. Yeah. Huge. So, yeah, so, so basically what happened, that, that first boat that we made it was called the Kusa. And okay. two things happened that, that was in 2011, and that began the evolution of the fishing kayak and why it started exploding, because we brought two things to market that now is common that allowed real fishermen to enjoy fishing out of a kayak. Those two things are elevated seating, where you're sitting up high, not down at water level. People never... Good fishermen never wanted to fish with their butt in the water. Just, right, right. You can't see. You can't see in water. It's not comfortable. You can't see structure. It sucks. So we brought the elevated seat and being able to stand up and fish in a kayak. Those two things helped um, the, the industry reach critical mass. And it took two years before the other brands jumped on board. Now all the brands that make fishing kayaks, not the cheap ones you get in, like, Walmart and stuff, but right. the higher-end kayaks, you can stand up in them, and you can you have elevated seating. So that's why, like, a lot of the top pros, like, Jimmy Houston and Wesley Strader and Scott Canterbury and Brandon Coulter and Brad Knight and people like that are now fishing out of kayaks, too. And you can actually flip out of them now. Oh, I mean, yeah, you, absolutely. You, you, you can stand up and flip. You can yeah. flip. Uh, you, you've got electronics. You've got power pole. All of our kayaks are rigged for the power pole micro, so you can anchor down. You've got your electronics. You can stand and flip. If you can, um, so all the advantages that you would have of fishing out of a bass boat, you have with a kayak. With one addition, except for being able to cruise big lakes fast. Right. But you make up for that by being able to get to places you can't take a boat, and that's right. like the big. The big thing, so you catch big bass that aren't pressured, and a lot more bass out of a kayak. Where, where yeah. are you out of? Where do you where do you live, Eric? I live in a place called Rock Island State Park, in the middle of nowhere, in Middle Tennessee. Okay. Our factory is nine miles away in Sparta, which is sure. basically right in between Knoxville and Nashville. Gotcha. No, exactly south of where 40. it is. Yep. Mountainy area, middle of nowhere. So where do you bass fish there out of your kayak? And uh, what's the white water? So um, I've got a couple little private. Kind of whatever <laughs> I don't tell people about. Yeah, I but like I, it. One of them I've caught about ten fish over ten pounds in the last year out of my kayak. So oh my oh, there's God. some monsters in there. Those um, are boat tuggers. Yeah, uh, that's, a, that's a troller. They, yeah. No, it actually the way it works is when you catch a fish like that and you start trying to crank them in, you pull your boat towards the fish, and right. the fish comes to you at the same time. You actually land them quicker that way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now is that where you have an amazing uh, Jackson kayak photo? Over there, with, with your with your uh, your helper over there in the mm. booth, that she's holding this this fish. Is nice that, fish. Is yeah. that from one of those? No, ponds? I don't know where that's from. I'd have to ask her. She um, that's Bridget Howard, and she's uh, she works in marketing at Jackson Kayak, and um, she catches a lot of, of big fish. So she's she's a big. Fish I can catcher tell. Too. I yeah. mean, we walked in right away, and I'm like, that yeah. that's a good one, and and not Bridget because that was obvious. Yeah. That she's no, a good it's one. obvious. You see, a, there, you yeah. see a, a good looking girl holding yeah. up a big fish, and it, <laughs> it's it, got it both ingredients. Attention. It's everything, both ingredients. Everything you need for a quality. More photo. genius marketing from Eric Jackson, right yeah. there. Eric, yeah. you talked about uh, being able to get into spots that you can't normally get to in a boat, but I think the biggest thing is too is your it's silent. 
it, it's uh, damn near silent. Yeah, you, when you're um, coming in, you're not displacing as much it's, water. It's, it's actually amazing. My line is when people are like, "Man, you're you're paddling over the kayak, or you're paddling over the fish. You're you're going to scare the fish." I'm like, "No, no, I'm like the the, the biggest fish in the school. And they're going to follow <laughs> right. me now. They're not, they're going to run away." So like, if you're, it's amazing. You bed fish out of a kayak. Yeah, Mr. Brad Knight walking by. You bed you um, bedfish out of a kayak. You can get right up, right up on them, and they don't they don't seem to to want to move away. You can like, yeah. um, or just just in general, clear water. That's well. It's I, heard, I heard someone saying too that they were they were throwing top waters and and they couldn't believe how many times fish would hit like within five feet of the boat. Yeah, you know, just because they don't they don't even consider it's crazy. it. As, as oh no, you're, um, the, the fish follow it right up to the boat. Um, the, we I fish where there's a lot of musky. And yeah. they, and um, I in guess, Tennessee there, yeah. I get, we got one of the mu- best musky fisher- fisheries awesome. in the world. In my backyard, on the river I live on, awesome. uh, the Calf Killer, the Caney Fork, the Collins, so tributaries of the Caney Fork, which is goes into Center Hill Lake. I think I saw Dahlberg do a show over in that area. Maybe Does that sound right. I don't know. I didn't see it, but okay. um, but uh, could be. I mean, that's that's one of the best places. Brad Knight lives over there and fishes another different another drainage, but the same thing. Amazing musky. Wow! Kayak fishing. You'll be fishing in a creek that's average is about a foot and a half feet deep. Feet deep, clear water, um, maybe thirty feet wide. You go over shoals and stuff, and you'll see. You'll catch maybe forty bass on the way down, and you'll see massive. I mean, I don't know where the baby muskies live. These they're all like forty-five plus inch muskies. <laughs> oh my God. That's, Those are that's giants. absolutely crazy. So, I didn't just say that out loud. I'm not going to tell you where that is, but <laughs> um, Nobody knows. Forget everything I just said. I'm, I'm lying anyway. <laughs> so basically, break it down. If you want a fully loaded, just kick-ass kayak with all the bells and whistles, what's that cost you? Okay, so if you're going to use a, a paddle-driven boat, that means you're using a paddle. You're not pedaling the kayak. So ready to fish. Um, no electronics on it, but ready to fish, $1,900, our top-of-the-line boat. Really? Yeah, like the Kusepti, you can get off the bank and in, in a fully loaded, ready to rock and roll. Now you add the, the PowerPole Micro, you're adding about 600 bucks to that. You add, uh, let's say, like the Raymarine Dragonfly Pro, you're adding another, you know, four or $500. So you figure add, figure add $1,000 to that, and you've got all the latest in electronics and a uh, PowerPole Anchor. And for me, those, those two, um, I like, and a GoPro. You need a GoPro camera because you're going to catch lots of fish. <laughs> you have a GoPro camera, a power pole, your electronics, and uh, let's say a Jackson Kayak Kusa HD, nineteen hundred bucks. That's the stand up one. That's all of them are stand up. All of them if, are stand up. Yeah, if, okay. if you can't stand in your kayak to fish, then you got the wrong kayak. Period. I gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Just like if you can't stand, if you had to sit on your butt on the front of a bass boat, that would stink. Like how? Like that's the worst bass boat of all time. You got to be able to stand up. There's a reason yeah. they make that big standing platform. It's the same with the kayak. You got to have it. Right. Awesome. Awesome. And the innovators in the kayak industry. Innovators. Uh, we um we yeah, we we definitely brought a lot of first to market things here. And uh, another thing we just launched is called the Flex Drive. It's our first pedal driven boat. But there's a pedal drive kayak's been around a while. Some have the fins, some have propellers. Ours is a propeller system. But it's the first time in history where the, the, the drive system is on a hinge and a flexible drive system. It kicks out of the way when you run over stuff, which means for the first time you can you fish hands-free in shallow water. So you can run over logs, you can run over rocks, shoals. Every other pedal drive system that existed, you have to, like, Take it out, bring your boat in the water, push away from shore, then stick it in, and then pedal away. The same getting out. Now you can 
take your kayak up, drag it down to the water, get in, paddle away, run over shoals and rocks and stuff. So it's a real game changer. It's a big evolution that we just brought to market that literally is just coming to market this month called the Flex Drive. And then it's, you also be able to pull the pedals off. We're working on this now to be ready in a couple of months. You, one thumb screw, you pull the pedals off, and you drop the lithium battery motor combo Whoa. on it. And it's just like a you just switch between pedal and motor, and you've got a full trolling motor. And uh, off you go. That's outstanding. It's dude. super Crazy. cool. Yeah, hell, no doubt, man. So is like you sell fact? Is it you sell factory direct, or is you no, got to go do. through dealers, or so, what's the deal? So kayaks are. Re- it's really important to have hands on to be able to try them out and find out the one for you. So for example, Charlie Ingram fishes out of a kayak, and he's sixty-five years That's old. That's got to be a stable he's, one. It's a stable one. He's six foot three. 280 Does pounds. Does he wear his diamond gusset jeans in that? Um... He wears whatever he wears in that. I don't know. <laughs> but that guy needs stability. You know, he's got bad football knees from sure. when he was a kid and blah, blah, blah. He has our big rig. Now, you can't um, you can't order something online and know you're getting the right thing. So the big rig, you'd have to go in and see that's wide and stable for him. Then you'll get like a, you know, you get a, a teenage kid that's 120 pounds or whatever, and you have small, lighter ones for them. So we sell through specialty dealers. So... You'll, you, you just go to our website under dealers, put in your zip code, and you'll find a local dealer. And you can go try the boats out. So they all, all of them have demo boats. You can take it out fishing. Go find out. It's awesome. Try different boats and decide which one you like. And then, then you, you buy one. If you buy one online, you're going to get the wrong one. So test them. Field test them because it's there for you. The opportunity is there. And you can try the other brands, and you're going to end up with a Jackson either way. Awesome. (laughs) I love the confidence. Hey, anything else you want to say to to your your fan base out there? Because let's face it, you got one. You've been all over the place. You're all over the place, Uh, dude. Uh, Just, uh, yeah, I'm excited for the 2018 tour out of my uh, Ranger. Um, Evan Rude combo, you know. Nice. And, uh, so um, I didn't qualify for the cup. So hopefully on Sunday, finals, Force Wood Cup this time next year, I won't be able to do this interview because I'll be out fishing. I, I hope anyway, you do. And, and I hope you have a uh, like a one with rhinestones, a jumpsuit with rhinestones. Uh, I'm going to get maybe the checks. You know, I do the Vans thing. Uh, yeah. But watch for me. Uh, November, I'm competing in the World Championships for whitewater kayaking. It'll be my awesome. Um, uh, I've won four world championships. My son is a current world champion right now. I'm competing against my son in Argentina. So pay attention wow. to that. Go to jacksonkite.com nice. awesome. and follow, and we'll see you out there. Dude, it's been a pleasure. Thanks yeah. so much, and best of luck yeah. next year on the tour, Thanks, dude. Excellent. Hey. Eric Jackson right there. Go to Jackson nice Kayaks. Seat. Check him out. Hey, with the power poles down, the micro power pole in this instance. We'll be right back with more Stray Cast. A little Lake Michigan extravaganza. Yes, sir. When we get back, wow, what a shocker. Hello, everybody. I'm Bill Dance. No, just kidding. This is Pat. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to StrayCast on iTunes and leave a review. Tell us what you think. Any feedback is greatly appreciated. Thanks for listening. Peace!